everyone, and welcome back to my Loki coverage. This is the episode four review. I've had a lot of fun doing these with you guys, and so let's keep this train going. Uh, Loki is a Marvel show that hits Disney Plus with a new episode every single Wednesday. And just like with the previous uh, reviews for this show, uh, first, you know, little bit of this review will be non-spoiler things and kind of my overall impression of the episode, and then I'll dive into spoilers because at this point, the whole episode's a spoiler, especially when you see episode four, you're like, it's kind of hard to not talk about this stuff. Um, a lot of this stuff is uh, uh, progressing very quickly, and so you kind of have to talk about it. So that's how I'm structuring this out, just in case if you don't want to be um, uh, spoiled with some of the goodies. Okay, so in episode three, we were left off with Loki and Sylvie on the Lamentus planet, and it was basically going to be wiped from existence. Uh, colliding with another planet or asteroid or whatever, whatever was going to wipe out that planet, they were on it. Their time pad was um, uh, busted. They could not get back, so they just accepted their fate. Um, and at the very beginning, you know, the TVA can still see the timeline, and so they see it kind of verge off a little bit, and so they're like, Mobius is like, oh, that's where they're at. Um, so they snatch up uh, Loki and Sylvie, and they interrogate them and, uh, you know, keep a watchful eye on them just because, you know, they keep escaping. And so at this point, uh, since Sylvie told Loki in the previous episode that all the people at the TVA are variants, Loki uses that to his advantage. And he tells everyone. He tells Mobius. Uh, I think B-52 hears it at some point because uh, she, she also was enchanted uh, by Sylvie, so she had her memories kind of flood back up. So putting that doubt, that seed of doubt in the TVA is basically the whole episode. And so everyone starts doubting their existence, and now we see the cracks starting starting to form in the TVA. It hasn't crumbled yet, but we're seeing the cracks. And that's what's cool about it, because you know at the end of this thing, uh, Loki and Sylvie, or vice versa, either or whatever, whoever survives and whoever dies at the end of this thing, someone's going to take the TVA down, and now we're starting to see the cracks. So... That's basically the whole episode uh, before I get into some of the spoilery stuff. Um, I like it. It's it's definitely ramping up the mystery a little quicker than I thought it would, especially with like some of the reveals that happened towards the end of this thing. I thought they were going to cut it at a certain point. And I'd be like, damn you, Disney. Like, uh, But no, I, I thought this uh, episode, like I said, was moving at 1,000 miles per hour. Uh, we get a little bit more of... Um, let me pull up the castles here. Uh, Gugu and Botha Ra's character, uh, Ravana. Uh, we get a little bit more of her. And uh, Wamni Masaku uh, as B-15. We get a little bit more of her as well. Uh, so it's nice to see the kind of ensemble cast of, you know, other people kind of have their turn and their spotlight in the episode. And of course, Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, they're all fantastic. Um, and it, I, I love like Owen Wilson's acting in this uh, episode in particular, because this is where he, he has those seeds of doubt of like, oh, was I a different person? And so you get to see kind of that switch in the character where he might be uh, might be helping Loki at this point because uh, his whole life is a sham um, or, or what he thinks of it. So, yeah. And then uh, Sofia DiMartino is great as Sylvie. I just, I love that dynamic between her and uh, Tom. Yeah, I just thought this one... Uh, in particular, we haven't gotten this one in a while, but there was a lot more players at play, giving a little bit more screen time, and uh, it was just great to see the ensemble flourish instead of just like 
you know, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Sofia DiMartino. But like I said, the whole thing is just kind of ramping up the mystery and just uh, uh, seeing the cracks in it. It's just, it's really fun to watch. And there's only two more left. So you know things are just going to get crazier from here. That's basically it. That's all I can talk about in the non-spoilery section. There's just that much to go over. So uh, this is your warning. I'm going into spoilers in three, two, one. Well, this is just a fun one. This is not um, uh, anything that's, uh, you know, that's really, like, important to the overall story. It's just kind of like a fun gag. So when Mobius gets Loki uh, and brings him back to the TVA, he throws him in a, a time loop, kind of like his own little prison. And it, he's sent back to a place in Asgard. And you're like, okay, what is Loki doing here? Lady Sif actually comes out. And she has, like, a, a wad of hair, and it looks like Loki cut her hair. And so she's like, you know, you're so stupid. I hate you. And, like, she punches him, and, like, you're, you're always going to be alone. And she leaves the room, and then she comes back and does it again. So it's like his own personal hell. Um, so that was fun to see. That was just kind of like a fun little cameo. But, um, uh, God, what's the – Jamie Alexander, uh, she, she, you know, reprises her role as Sif. And so that was just fun to see. Okay, so at the very end of the episode, well, actually at the beginning of the episode, I forgot to mention this in the non-spoiler section, but I don't need to because it's just fun to witness it for the first time. Um, Ravana, she goes up to the timekeepers. Like, she goes upstairs to the boss, and she goes through the elevator doors, and she sees the, the, the six eyeballs, so to speak. So you see three, you know... Um, sets of eyeballs in the shadows kind of staring at her and she's talking to the timekeepers first of all creepy image loved it so i'm like okay that's pretty cool we finally getting some sort of glimpse of them right and so at the end of the episode i didn't think they were gonna show us again but at the end of the episode uh ravana brings loki and sylvie to the timekeepers because the timekeepers want to see them personally get pruned because they're sadistic um, but, um, yeah, so they, they get up to the timekeepers at the very end and there's something off about them. So when you look at them, they kind of look like, they look like, uh, character designs and, uh, animation style of like creatures from the Phantom Menace. Like it looked pretty bad. And I was like, hold on. These are not the timekeepers. You just not, did not just reveal three of the biggest overlords of this entire uh series to make them look like that i was like nah i'm not buying this and honestly i thought they were gonna cut it to black and go to credits as soon as sylvie and loki walked up and you saw their faces and it just goes but it keeps going so they have a talk sylvie's like you know you guys are scared you know blah 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 just trying to really kind of catch them off guard right um they can't really do anything because they got the uh, the neck things on them to where you know people can control them and loop them back in time. But earlier in the episode, uh, B-15 actually pulls Sylvie aside. And she's like, when you enchanted me, I saw something in my head. Memories. I was happy. And she was like, I don't create memories. I just use what's already there. So now B-15 is starting to realize that you know, the the whole, like, oh, you're a variant working the TVA thing is absolutely true. 
So she actually comes through at the last second uh, in the timekeeper's kind of throne room, and she unlocks the the neck rings or the neck braces or whatever on Loki and Sylvie, so they fall off. So now they're free to do whatever. So now um, they fight all the guards. Sylvie's like, I've had enough of the timekeeper. She throws her, her weapon, chops one of the, the timekeeper's heads off. It rolls down, and we see that it's an animatronic. Duh. It looked a little off and weird. I was like, there's no way this is real. So now she's like, you know, what the hell? I, I spent all my time doing this and only to get to these fake-looking robots like, you know, so where are the timekeepers? Who's doing all this? So that mystery is still there. They didn't answer that. Um, and so they feel kind of satisfied or whatever. Loki's like, you know, Sylvie, when we were on Lamentis, I, um, uh, you know, he's like giving a little spiel. I think he's basically telling her like, you know, he kind of likes her. Uh, or maybe something else. I don't really know. But before Loki gets out uh, any of his words, Ravana prunes him. So Loki goes. And at this point, Mobius also goes. Because when Mobius is catching on to Ravana, because um, he actually snatches her like little recorder to see... Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hunter C-20, uh, played by Sasha Lane. Whenever he kind of looks into that and he sees that she, uh, uh, you know, is being interrogated and is like, hey, we're variants. Like, what are you doing? And then uh, Ravana is like, uh, nope, no, none of that. And so she's actually keeping all these secrets hidden from everyone, which is super weird. It's like if you're a variant as well, wouldn't you want to know the truth? I don't know. Maybe something's up with her. But um, yeah, anyways, so she prunes Mobius. He was gone, like, right before the whole timekeeper, uh, well, faux timekeeper situation. So he's gone. Loki gets pruned. Then Sylvie holds up the prune stick. Is that what it's called? The, the prune boom? Let's call it that. Uh, the prune boom uh, to Ravana's face, and she's like, you need to tell me everything. Episode ends. So I was like, oh, come on. I got to wait another week for this? Little, little in cred scene. Loki wakes up, and he's like, am I in hell? Am I dead? He wakes up and there's voices going. Um, I forgot what they said, but it's a bunch of Lokis that are staring at him. So it looks like when you get pruned, you get shot off onto this random location. So that's the end credit scene. That's where it ends. So many questions. Um, so who are the timekeepers now? What's actually going on? Who's pulling the strings? Who... Is the puppet master behind all of this? I must know. And the other question is that, is it Loki and Sylvie that bust open the multiverse? Because this show has to be leading up to the craziness that Doctor Strange, Spider-Man No Way Home, and uh, you know the end credit scene of WandaVision, this has to play into it. Has to. Like, they're going to take it down. They're going to take TBA down. I'm just wondering how they're going to do it. they got two episodes left. Who's behind all this? Where did Mobius go? Did he go to the same place as the Lokis? I love it. It's just, I love the mystery. I, I still have no clue. I still have, I can't pinpoint it. Even with all this stuff that's revealed in this episode, I still have no clue as to where this thing is going. And that's super exciting. So, yeah, really fun episode. Love seeing all the uh, the facade 
of the TVA start to crumble a little bit. Uh, I, I knew that was going to happen. and They're going to ultimately take that place down. So that's going to also be satisfying because I, I have a feeling, I've said this from the get-go, there's something off of the TVA. Now we know they all, all the people that work there have been kidnapped. They're variants. But the other question is who's running this thing? And what are their motives? Uh, you know, are they trying to control time? Are they not really the timekeepers? Did they kill the timekeepers a long time ago? And they've kind of uh, inserted themselves as the, the head of the TVA. Like, I have, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's great. It's fantastic. My head hurts <laughs> just thinking about all of it. But really fun episode. Uh, flew by just like that because it just kept getting weirder and just crazier. People revealing stuff, people catching on, and just start ramping up. And then once it ramps up, it it cuts. And that's how television works, folks. Gotta love those cliffhangers. Um, yeah, really like this episode quite a bit. So different from episode three. I think if you watched episode three and you were a little disappointed, um, I think people will be back on board with four. I think that's more in line of what episode like two was. Uh, it's just kind of amped up to an 11, and there's just so many questions that they have to be, be answered by uh, the end of the, the series. But they could leave it open for who knows at this point. I don't know. Marvel's crazy. They can do whatever they want. So what did you think of Episode 4 of Loki? Let me know down below whether you loved it, you hate it. If you're liking what you're seeing so far, um, do you have any guesses as to what, what's going to happen at the end of all this? Like, who's actually in charge? of the TVA, you know, what do the timekeepers look like, all that stuff, let me know down below. But that will do it for this review of Loki, uh, and then next week will be episode five. Super excited to keep diving into it. So until then, I will see you guys later.